Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Clinical Scoop. This is where science meets business for clinicians and entrepreneurs. We've got Dr. Al Jazeera. We've got Mo- world famous, sorry, world famous <laughs> there Monica you go. Quitiva, Monica Paola Quitiva, an exclusive one out of one in the world. And then we've got uh, Chris Sauber, who is very funny, but we can't put the stuff he says on the videos all the time. Oh, not a good uh, idea. Yeah, not a good idea. So we're talking about C. diff today because I don't even know why. I think from our other podcast, we got inspired. So there's a lot, there seem to be a lot of these kind of studies right now. And so I'm pulling up clinicaltrials.gov as I do every time we do this. And we've, there are 61 studies right now that are recruiting or not yet recruiting for C. diff. And the way I searched was just C. diff. I didn't even put the actual name, cluster, Clostridium difficile. If I would have put that, I probably would get more. I just put C. diff, and this is what I get. So it's, a good, it's still good to see the just random selection of studies. Dr. Al, can you educate us on a C. diff? And what's, why is it so? And then first educate us a little bit. And then why is it so popular right now? Why do you think? C. diff is like a bacteria that uh, comes in the bowel after the bowel flora and can cause diarrhea and uh, some can, sometimes can cause severe infection that patient need to go to the hospital for that. And I saw some bad cases of C. diff when I was doing my internal medicine residency at uh, the county and the patient had to stay in the hospital and be on different type of antibiotic. Uh, the problem with C. diff, it is the treatment. Some, most of the patients will respond to the regular uh, dosage of antibiotic, which is the uh, vancomycin or clindamycin. And uh, other patients that need more uh, treatment with more difficult, and there is a lot of resistance to it. Some patients, even the elderly, can die from it. There is a lot of experiment in C. diff, which is really interesting, which is like, uh, I think uh, they call it the, the put stool, a new stool in the patient bowel. Try oh, to fecal matter transplant. Yeah, yeah. Fecal matter transplant, FMT. Yeah. We should actually have Dr. Hayes, Sabine Hazen on for this show, but yeah, we, didn't think, we didn't uh, think about things. it. This is how much is they're going into research in the C. difficile. But, the, you know, I'm not infectious disease. I know I, I, I don't see a lot as I used to see close, uh, C. diff uh, patient. Yeah. I think that's already approved in Australia, difficult transplant. So, I'm just... Yeah, it well, is. I, I, Dr. I, I, Barodi. Dr. Barodi. In, in, in the hospital where I practice for C. diff. Yeah, the, Dr. Sabine Hazen here in the United States is an expert. We actually work with her on a IIT for COVID. And in Australia, what Monica's talking about is Dr. Barodi. He's like a pioneer in this space. But we could probably actually have both of them on. If we would have actually planned this better, we could have invited both of them on. But we can do that maybe for next week or the week after. We're not going anywhere, guys. We're clinical scoop, and we're here until the Internet is unplugged. <laughs> uh, it's a very long time. So yeah, uh, I'm, very I'm long. <laughs> curious, Dr. Al, how, you know, I've heard from other doctors this is highly contagious. Um, is this highly contagious? Is this something it you is. can catch it off is. the counter? 
Yeah, but when a patient diagnosed with C. diff in the hospital, they put him in isolation by himself, oh, wow. and you can't go inside unless you wear glove and uh, gown. Okay, mainly for because it's a contact isolation. As they, can you breathe they, it, or it's a just touch? No, you can't breathe it. It's oh, only okay. through the contact. Okay. So they they treat it like it's COVID, kind of, as far as yeah. isolation. It's much easier than COVID. <laughs> oh, okay, you it's can't not breathe as bad through it. As COVID. So, so the reason Chris is asking is because we get this study offered at one of our sites and the coordinator is very scared. And uh, she said we need a hood. You know how you have the hood in the lab. Um, so I was wondering, you know, what's the rationale for this? But the doctor was also saying something similar. Um, so it's basically through contact. You can't get it on your hands. You, can't, you have to be very careful. You have to be just like wear gloves and mainly in, in a gown. Make sure that you wear uh, a gown that to isolate you from the when you get in touch with the patient. That's so that would be more than enough. Do I'm what are you worried hurt. about with the patient? Uh, are you talking about if you're handling their stool or just touching their hand, shaking their hands? Is any any and most probably it is the stool. But with these patients in the hospital, at least as I know, most of them that. They have this bad strains of uh, C. diff, like they have the stool sometimes in the bed and the nurses have to change it and like this and some contamination can happen. Okay. And that's why. Okay. Mm. I so it's not, it's not something you want to get and it's permanent, <laughs> right? Usually if you are healthy and young and shouldn't be a problem, you know, one course of antibiotics should take care of it. But in oh. case the elderly patient, the immune system provide compromise a patient who's the getting treatment for uh, rheumatological or oncological condition, their cases would be much more difficult. Okay. So it is curable? It is 100%. Most of the oh, okay. cases are curable. Very rare cases that's really So why, why is there so much research on it all the time if it's curable? Uh, I, I need to go through the trials and see what they're offering. What kind uh, let's of do that then. Have. That's Let's go. We're, we're on one. That's we're why on we're one here. Right now. That's this is exact. Thank you, Chris. This is mm -hmm. you're always just bringing it back to you know the the reason the sole purpose for our existence right now. Not <laughs> world, but not world famous. I need not to get to world, world famous. famous. Only Monica. Only Monica is world famous right now. Okay. Phase two study of VE three hundred three prevention recurrent C diff. Consortium study. So they got they want 146 patients. Um, let's let's, let's go back and see what is VEE. -E. Oh, okay, let's see here. Can you read? Because you guys' pictures is in the way. Yeah. Somebody read it. Somebody read it. Uh, you can move it. You can move it to the top or to the other side. Oh, okay. V VE three hundred three prevention of subsequent CDI associated diarrhea. So what is VE3? Let's see. Let's go down. Uh, I was there. More? Wait, wait. Where, where would they have right the here. info? It's right there. You just passed it. Intervention treatment. VE303 is okay. a live biotherapeutic yeah. product containing eight clonal human common cell. Common cell. doesn't say commercial. It says common yeah. cell. Bacteria and strains. Manufactured under GMP conditions. Okay. So basically, it's like a microbiome, no? I don't know. Dr. Al? Biotherapeutic? What does that human mean? Common cell bacterial strain. 
microbiome, huh? GMP condition. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, common cell bacteria, clonal, human clonal common human common cell bacterial strains. So synthetic, synthetic, uh, synthetic microbiome. Ah, uh, isn't that what they gave yeah. Trump? They gave Trump a synthetic antibody. Uh, l l let's look at it. The first one, Dan. This? Yeah, yeah. Clonal human common cell bacteria. What is this? Staphylococcus. I don't think that tells us. Hold on. Clonal human commensal bacteria strains. Selected for their ability to suppress allergic responses and manufactured under CGMP conditions. So it's synthetic. Something synthetic. Uh, I don't know how they do that. Sure. This is VE416, that is VE333. Yeah. Clonal human commensal bacterial strain selected yeah. for their ability to suppress allergic responses. Click on VE303 at the top, Dan. Oh, okay, let's see. Orally administered rationally defined bacterial consortium candidate for high-risk C. diff, eight types of clonal human commensal bacterial strains selected for their ability to provide colonization resistance to C. difficile and manufactured under CGMP. It is produced under CGMP conditions from pure clonal bacterial cell banks, which yield a standardized drug product in powdered form and bypass the need to rely on direct source of fecal donor material or inconsistent composition. So this would be wow, very interesting. So, so this would be for the more difficult cases that that uh, just exactly. a typical antibacterial resistant. treatment doesn't get yeah resistant okay. and recurrent cases of C diff. But okay. if I understand correctly, this is not a actual bacteria; they cloning a bacteria synthetically, like a microbiome. Mm -hmm. That's why they called it uh, commensal. Wow. Okay. Commensal. Bacteria. This is the, it's almost like science fiction, but it's reality. <laughs> so you have, I mean, yeah, what a time to be alive, guys. You have a VE303. Okay, so they're looking, this standard, they're looking for the CDI recurrence, primary outcome. And this is a phase two, two. with 146 patients. It's a lot. Wow. <clears throat> and let's see what the, Eligibility criteria, provide consent, uh, qualifying CDI episode or a prior history of CDI diarrhea, or first occurrence of CDI diarrhea with a high risk for recurrence. CDI symptoms must have started within 30 days. It's for anyone 18 and older. It's pretty simple. Inclusion, mm -hmm. exclusion is a history of diarrhea that is not related to C. diff. Um, which they define that as three or more loose stools per day lasting for four weeks. <clears throat> known or suspected toxic megacolon and or known small bowel uh, ileus at time of randomization. Contraindication to oral enteral therapy uh, reflux. Prior administration of genetically modified live bacterial fungal. So this is kind of what this is. is uh, and then f uh, here's the uh, fecal matter transplant. Fecal, fecal microbiota transplant is uh, excluded if you had in the last six months. Wow. Um, so. 
I Does wonder what's the premise of this condition. Was the community that gets this the most? Patient was on antibiotic. Oh, as far as like a antibiotic, they change the flora of the bowel, and then the seizure can dominate and cause the infection. I see. Here's the contacts. Mm -hmm. We can contact both Lorraine and Monica and Chris. Make sure you're taking notes with this. Yeah, uh, lots of notes. I had to, I had to look up com commensal. I didn't know what that meant, so sorry. Well, that makes two of us. So, uh, I know now. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> Dr. Al knows. Dr. No, Al knows. I didn't know. You don't know what commensal means? No, I didn't know. What does it mean? Oh. Educated. Don't keep it to yourself, Chris. This is a podcast. It, just, it, it means it's a relationship between two organisms in which one benefits and one neither receives a benefit or a negative. Oh. It's mean parasitic. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, parasitic, there would be no, there would be a negative associated with that, typically, right? Oh, the, this the, is one positive host. and one neutral? Yeah, one positive, one neutral. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, That's I, interesting. Wow. We need to send this video to, um, well, we can't email. Do you see these guys are sneaky? They put their, both of the same phone number, so that's going to go to a office. And then and the uh, same, uh, uh, same email. Yeah. So, eh, I mean, we could probably find them on LinkedIn, but I don't want to do that because we've shown people how to do this before. But we can network. Look, Nguyen well, V from uh, Phoenix at the Mayo Clinic, they won't play ball with us, but Phoenix Clinical LLC probably would. Before and, we uh, network, you, sh here. you had a question from Monica. She wanted to know what, who suffers from this the most. Like we, the last oh, yeah, time we diversity did this. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you could Google it. Is there any correlations? I don't know. No, I think that the, the lower the social economy, the more chance of having infection, the more chance of having. See, you can rationalize it at this. So it's more. More age than anything related, it sounds like. He said it's more antibiotic related. The incidence of C. diff is estimated to be 140 per 100,000 people in the U.S. 65 cases are associated with healthcare settings, 25% associated with previous hospitalizations. Patients of all age groups, uh, nearly half a million. Who is most at risk for C. diff? Age, more than 80% of 65 and older. Um, complicated medical care and extended stays in healthcare settings, especially hospitals and nursing homes. And like Dr. Al said, a certain antibiotics. So I don't think this one has anything to do with race, um, like, no. for example, lupus yeah. or schizophrenia, like we looked at last week. Yeah, um, I would agree. It's just age. It's ageist. Age and antibiotics, <laughs> like certain antibiotics. Uh, people that take antibiotics for a long time or a significant period of time, it looks like, for whatever reason. Weakened immune systems too. Mm -hmm. Nursing homes, hospitals. Okay, so we learn more, and uh, you can then network with all the. Look, these are all U.S. sites, so this is a good sign for anybody watching and listening. Dan, can you send me the link of this study, please? Uh, yeah, I'll Thank do you. it now, but I don't want to put your my inbox on the uh, public. No, 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 on okay. my. Uh, phone or something after. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let me share it to me. Airdrop. Let's see. This is why I like Apple. Look at that. Boom. Send it to my iPhone. And now I have it. And now you guys can't see my phone, guys. Stop trying to be sneaky all the time and looking at screen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> VE303 colonization. 
Okay, so primary outcome. So this is a study that actually, Dr. Al, uh, we had your colleague last week, Dr. Srini, right? Mm-hmm. Was well, would he be interested in this? I think it's mainly for GI doctor, but the site itself will be. We have a couple of GI doctors that will be interested in this also. Okay. Well, yeah. what what do you think the uh, as a site owner yourself? People that don't know, maybe they don't know you're a site owner, but Dr. Al owns a site, multi therapeutic. Dr. Al is an oncologist uh, and a hematologist. Um, what would be your concern? Like, let's say this was to be done in your clinic. What would be your concern with this as a site owner? I'm merely as uh, as like what the requirement for the site to have it. Do they do they need to collection or of the stool or do they need the, or the requirement is just like give this oral medication and follow up on it? Would this would this be safe for your waiting room and your other? Exactly, patients? that's what we especially for me. Okay, that's what we the main thing. I mean, that you have a lot of we uh, to look at the synopsis of the study itself and see right. what yeah the, how but, they, how I will be conducting the study, what the requirement to conduct the study. But somebody yeah. who's who's currently active with C diff, is it okay for them to sit in the waiting room with people that have a uh, reduced they have, uh, they immune don't have system? Any active uh, look with the stool. Okay, okay. They, they can uh, some patient that can. Uh, in the waiting room, sometimes they have an accident and they, they. Is that bad? They, is that prevalent? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm. So it depends on the study itself. The requirement just like to give the pills and watch or to collect stool or to. Mm. So a serious question for this, like um, for this type of a study, if you're doing multi-therapeutic, uh, obviously you're trying to keep these patients kind of separate from other people and patients. Do you exactly. let them like, do you let them use the restroom or do you should have your own restroom for yeah. them or how does that that's, work? Uh, that's the, the, to see the requirement, but uh, it's preferable to have their own restroom. Just for the C. diff patients? Mm -hmm. If you're running this study. Yeah. Cause it looks like, I mean, for a study like this, it doesn't really say, but I imagine you'll be collecting stool samples because how else are you going to analyze the microbiome, uh, characterize the VE303 colonization fecal, fecal microbiome after 14 days. So you're probably going to need to collect stool samples. Secondary uh, objective. You yeah, know, you, you, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is like probably a good budget and probably because they want 146 patients and they only have like a, a few sites, not that many. Look at Florida has a lot. Let's see California. California only has one, two, three. Four. Oh, we know her. Ventura. We can actually get this study. <laughs> we know Dr. Hazen, so she can share this study. You, you were with talking us. about that earlier. Well, I mean, we should have had her on this podcast, but yes, yeah, so yeah. she's doing it. I told you she's a GI expert, like in the world, so she's doing this. And uh, next time Chris and I go monitor, we can go ask her about this. Yeah, where does she have people with this go to the bathroom? Probably where we go to the bathroom. Yeah, That's concerning. I'm, I'm going to avoid that bathroom. I'm going to avoid yeah. that bathroom. I don't know how she's running the study, but most probably uh, she's sending uh, somebody to home of the patient to collect the stool. That's true. I have monitored, I monitored a uh, – this is true. Good point. 
and a serious point. So I, mo I actually monitor one of her studies for another for a ulcerative colitis, and uh, the patients bring with them a stool sample. Uh, so it's sealed, and a coordinator takes it to the lab. Um, and so I don't think there's a risk, poses a risk to her other patients uh, that are there, or like exactly. monitors, for example. That's good, but these are practical. See, where where science meets business for clinicians. Um, so this is a good one. So let's go to let's see what else is there. So yeah, Monica, you're gonna remember this, or I'm gonna text you this one. Thank you. I'm gonna okay. I guess I'll text you this one. <laughs> <laughs> BE three o three. FMT. Okay, it's only being done at one place though. So let's not do that one. This one's being done at 37 places. Microbial restoration. What does FMT see. stand for? Fecal matter transplant. Oh, yeah. Okay. So 200 participants um, started in 2019. They anticipated to complete in April 2020. We are in October now. We're in October, and it's still ongoing. So the COVID probably delayed this. Um, let's see how many sites. 40 locations, so that's good. Let's see, Dr. Hazen's not doing this one, but you got a competitor here, Dr. Al, Los Angeles, but not yet recruiting, so we don't even know who that is. This sponsor, let's see who's the sponsor, Rebiotics. So they're a small one. You can actually contact the uh, director, call them. We can call them live on the air and talk to them. Let's see what... Probably not a good <laughs> idea, but sure. Watch me get hung up on. Uh <laughs> So, just try it off air, and if it works, <laughs> then we go. Hello, we'll let world live. We'll let world famous Monica do it because she's the best uh, when it comes to this. So I will share this. I will also share this so that you can uh, get it. Uh, but yeah, what do you think about? Uh, do we know anything about rebiotics? Have you guys ever heard of them? I've never huh? heard of them. No. Rebiotics. Let's see. Rebiotics. Micro microbiota restoration. So you get somebody running. And uh, they're pointing at a computer. But that first that first line's right out of Dr. Hazen's mouth. Harnessing the power of microbiome to revolutionize treatment of disease. So let's see what's in the pipeline. It's probably this one we're looking at, which is uh, punch. That's the name. Punch CD3 OLS. RBX2660. So I bet you that's in the pipeline here. Yeah, CRBX2660, Enema Formulation. Okay, so they're like a newer, because they only have their, their furthest along is the uh, phase two, phase three now. This is the phase three. So this is the one they're furthest along. So this, this actually would be a good company to network with. I think a good company to, uh, to connect with, if you go back to their website, you see they have different uh, GI study where they do the ulcerative colitis for and uh, multidrug resistant and hepatic encephalopathy for liver failure. Oh, yeah. So it, it is, uh, 
you can if you don't you're not succeeded or you don't want to do the C diff you can do the other one the ulcerative colitis or uh, multi-drug resistant UTI or hepatic encephalopathy so it's actually it's a good company for a lot of things yeah, yeah. let's show people what we do how we roll with LinkedIn Paul Plump yeah see director of clinical operations let's add him and maybe send him this video later uh yeah so see we can talk to him about now this is how you network guys but uh, as far as the science i don't know what's going on here so what what do you guys what is this dr l what uh what, where do i study yeah this is the re let me find some info on the here, yeah, this is a prospective multicenter label. I don't know where they're having info on the drug. Oh, right here. Um, microbiota suspension administered as an enema. Mm. That would be a fun <laughs> trial. <laughs> <laughs> a good, good one to do for many a PI. <laughs> uh, what do you think about this, Dr. Al? Like, this is standard or not so much? <laughs> for GI? GI doctors? Not for GI, maybe, but for my practice, no. You need to get a GI doctor here. You need to get Dr. Hazen. If your opinion, don't ask me about this. Dr. Hazen would do this, for sure. Yeah, exactly, but I will not. The difference, GI doctor, the difference between this one and the last one. And what yeah, was the last one? have a special place for this thing. Uh, the last one didn't have an enema. What was the last one? Just a, oh, a synthetic uh, clonal. Yeah. Yeah, How did or they administer oral. this? Oral? Yeah. That was oral? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is an enema. Okay. I mean, yeah, hey. Like a place that that's colonics, that's probably there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you need special equipment and all that stuff for this. But uh, yeah, Dr. Hazen would be a good fit for this. So FMT in the past <laughs> six months. Yeah. So maybe no for most sites for this one. But if you are one of the GIs that does this, I, I that would probably GI be yes. They do it most of the time because yeah. they do the colonoscopy and they do the enemas and like this. But also for the, you know, you need to sit with a GI doctor that's who's experienced in these kind of things to see how they do these kind of studies. Yeah. So yeah, for I can't those, believe so many studies, 61 studies. Yeah, so for those, look, I'm looking here at the locations, and I click only when I see, like, a lot, like 30, 58. you know, 58. If I see, like, for example, this one's only one site, one site. Yeah. 58 means it's a big study that they'll consider many sites, so it's good to click. And, uh, yeah, 70 participants. Open label extension of CP101. Okay, so you have to be in the CP101 trial with a recurrent C diff. So let me let me go back and find that one now. Uh, it's an extension. Yeah, this is an extension of the one I want to look at. So it's going to make it hard for me. But we've never been stopped before. We don't let adversity, you know, get us down. And it looks like they're using this for autism too. So here's the C diff one. Wow. Open label extension, so that's not the one we want. Efficacy, safety of the. Uh, no. This must be the one. No, this is not recruiting yet. 
No, that's it's they're done recruiting. Yeah, because they're done. Yeah. So that's this is the study that we want to analyze. Like we pretend like you can do it because you can't get the extension study unless you were in this one. Um, So we have to look at this one, and yeah, completed. So that's why they're doing the extension. It makes sense, but orally administered. So here it's a little bit uh, easier for most sites to administer. Um, Sustain. So what is this drug? Full spectrum microbiota. It's the same as the one microbiota, the, the one before. Okay. Orally, but this is orally that was rectally. And it's a different formulation, right? Like they, yeah. they put different form, formulas in there based on the company that it is. This company is uh, Finch Research and Development. So they don't show, they show the sites, but the, only the city and the zip code. They don't show you the names or emails. Let's see if they give you a name or email of the sponsor here. I don't think so. So you would have to just Google this company. Uh, where was it? Finch. Yeah. But I'm trying to find it so I could copy and paste. So Oh, here we go. See, usually they put a contact there. Uh, they have the trial website. See, why, you, why you don't go to LinkedIn and see what will show up under Finch? Then right okay. here, the, the, when it says more information, the trial website. Uh, down. Where? Down? Down. At the end. Oh, yeah. right here, uh -huh. additional it's info. Uh -huh. that's, why, that's why you're world famous, Monica. You're about uh, to leave to go to trial website. Okay, Prism EXT. Join the fight against C recurrent C diff. So this is the sponsor is uh, this is the study website though, but that's just like their advertisement. I want to see who the company is. Uh, Doctor Nile Mehta, director of research. See? Yeah. So we're gonna connect with him, and also Anne Marie Conway, vice president. So here I'm gonna we're gonna talk to the VP and say your company was featured, we would love to interview you on the Clinical Scoop. Uh, if you want to do that, we will. So that's the person. So that's basically, I mean, you kind of look at, see some C. diff stuff. We, what, what did we see? We saw uh, microbiota, whether orally administered or through an enema. And then we also saw synthetic clonal uh, microbiota, right? Synthetic clonal microbiota administered orally. So that gives you an idea of what's out in the research right now. Um, I think the the use of most sites uh, would only do the, the first and maybe the last one uh, if they think they have the patients. Um, the only GIs who probably do the one where that requires enema because you need special equipment for this. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's what we do on the clinical scoop, guys. We share we talk a little bit we have experts come on also and discuss and uh we talk about how you know practically by the way all of those studies we looked at probably really good budgets would you not say so chris yes but i'd also like to point out it's difficult to get these patients um mm. because we looked at a number of these studies and they have almost a one-to-one -one ratio of sites to participants um, and, and also in the statistics, the demographics, it says that 140 people out of one uh, 100,000. 
So. Mm. <laughs> it's so, as you go back to the prevalence of the disease is not this high. And this is they're looking for recurrent disease. That's mean not all the patients have been diagnosed, the patient who's been diagnosed and they have a relapse. Mm. Wow, that's even why. more difficult. Yeah, very difficult. That's why they want so many sites for uh, just a small amount of patients. So literally, you think you get one patient for this, it's worth doing because most of the sites probably enrolling one or two. Yeah, most four. Right. Most, most likely. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. It was a great episode that we filmed. And uh, we got to do it again next week. And we, Chris, we actually see Dr. Hazen next week. So maybe oh, really? we can, uh, yeah, we go, we see you again. On, we go on Tuesday. So maybe we can invite her for Wednesday to uh, come on on the Zoom and join us. And we'll talk about her favorite topics, fecal matter transplant and microbiomes. We'll learn a lot. We'll do a continuation of this next week because this yeah. is very important. Yeah, she okay. she thinks those uh, those uh, transplants can cure almost everything. Mm. Well, you saw the indications on here. It was autism was one of them, and it's not just the transplant, just the microbiota and how you get it in, like through the enema or through the. How she feels autism? She's doing I, like clinical I, trial. Uh, she does fecal matter transplant too. She thinks so she, she changed the flora of the bowel and the... Yeah. From what she tells me, if someone with autism... Alzheimer's take, too. She will take a... Yeah. yeah, but I don't know the specific about the Alzheimer's, but from the autism, she'll take the stool sample of a healthy relative, like a young, ideally a young healthy relative, mm -hmm. and uh, transplant it into the sick person. And she said she's cured psoriasis with this tea. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Alzheimer's, I, I don't not, know. You know what? I, I will not be surprised with this out results because uh, there is some kind of biology between the bowel and the brain and the bowel mm -hmm. and the body because they tell you that the bowel is the brain of the body. Also. That's right. Like yeah. the second brain. The second yeah, brain. brain of that. So I would really? not be surprised. Yeah. I have not heard that before. So the the bowel is the There's brain. There's a lot of things you never yeah. heard before, Chris. Uh, I know there <laughs> is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> also, French. French. Oh my gosh! You live and learn, Chris. I like this, Doctor Al. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> I take no issue. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> On that uh, note, we live and learn another week with Dr. Yes, Hazen next week. And okay. then we'll have her. Yeah, she wants to come on the Guru podcast. So we're going to do that. She already called me to do one on Tuesday. And then I'm going to tell her either most likely Wednesday next week, we'll film the uh, like a part two to this. We'll continue with C. diff, but we'll also look at you know other applications. And she'll just talk forever about this stuff. Oh, yeah. Good. So we'll have her on, and I want Dr. Al on. I really want to see the dynamic between you and her. So yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, would, I would like to listen to her and, and learn from her all these new things that I, it's not my field, so it's very interesting to learn. Yeah, and we'll have Chris ask more questions about uh, things that uh, he's never heard of. Yeah, enemas. Yeah, uh, it'll be awesome. <laughs> Next, we'll find a French doctor, and uh, it'll be complete. Yeah, beautiful. Poor Chris. Chris, at this rate, you'll be world it's famous okay. Chris Aubertie. For all the wrong reasons, but that's okay. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Thank guys. you everybody, for watching and listening. And uh, we'll catch you all later. All right. Everybody have, have a good, a good week. Au have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. bye. bye.